today marks the third week of the spookiest month of the year. And also, the second week in that month about a movie featuring Matthew Lillard. But most importantly, today also marks the one-year anniversary of us discovering the best movie on Earth! So, to m mark the occasion, we decided to, to cover its very recent sequel. We got our ascots and Scooby Snacks and got the whole gang together, some with new-sounding voices. And we went back to a fam familiar, s scary place. This week, we cover Scooby-Doo Return to, to Zombie Island. How Star Wars is it? Hello there. Hi, listeners. And to sweeties and <laughs> you ghouls and goblins. Yes, you boils and ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is How Star Wars Is It, and my name is Mike. And I'm Josiah, and this is the only podcast, and we in it we cover um, uh, not how good or bad things are, but how Star Wars they are. Yeah, this is a review show yeah. where we review things on a scale of one to ten, but it's not if they're good, it's if they are Star Wars. Yes, and something I feel like we haven't said in a while is we're concerned about the quantity of the Star Wars, yes. not not about the quality of we're the We're not thing. reviewing quality. No. We're only reviewing quantity, and when we say that, we mean how much of this movie could you conceivably relate in some way to Star We compare things to Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I was and, just like, And by that, I should say, sometimes when we remember, we yes. compare things to Star Wars. I had the thought just now, what if we actually rated the concept of quality <laughs> and the concept of quantity? Like, that would be hard. Oh, yeah. Trying to figure out the, the quantity of quality. <laughs> <laughs> and the quantity of quantity. Of quantity, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. But let's, we wouldn't let's... be talking about the quality of quantity. No, 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 no. Nor the quality of quality. <laughs> no, correct. Uh, anyways, that's a bunch of Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that, that garbage, that like, those garbage sentences we just that said. That was word salad. That, that, the, the version of salad that was was the sort of like Midwestern version yeah, of salad. Yeah, a lot of mayo. Where it's just like mayonnaise and potatoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like a gummy bear in there. Y yeah. That was like one of the only, not the only, I, I liked, you know, I, I, like many millennials, watched a lot of How I Met Your Mother back in the day, mm. and uh, Marshall's Midwestern family and their disgusting salads uh, were funny. That was mm. all I wanted to say, because I'm pretty I've sure they really had one. I've never really seen that, although for four years, and then thereafter college, whenever I said I was an architecture major, one of the most common responses was, oh, Ted Mosby. And I'd go, <laughs> well, he's a character on television, and I'm not really familiar with that show, but no. No, I'm um, in I'm school person. for architecture. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually real, uh, not um, a fictional character. So this week on the show, we are talking about a sequel to a movie from, I want to say, 1996? Question mark? Mm, yes. Um, that was animated called Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And this recent one was from far more recently. I want to say 2018, 2017? 
2019, actually. 2019! Yes. So very recent. Uh, so recent. Called Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. Now, there's, you know, 20 years in, in between there, and um, the big the big gag of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island was this time the monsters are real. Like, there's yes. a whole montage of people getting unmasked, but they just wanted to see an actual paranormal real ghost or monster or ghoul. And then... Yes. Lo and behold, there's this zombie island where there are zombies that are real. And there are, like, cats, like people who turn into cat people uh, and full yes. moons and stuff. And it's, like, the first time, at least to my knowledge, that that was sort of, like, the thesis of the movie. At least the very, the first act, I would say, is them saying, we want to see real monsters. And then there are real monsters. And it's, like, the first time that happened in the Scooby-Doo world. Um, and then in this movie... Just from the title, one would suppose we go back to that same place and yes. more zombie things ensue. So this movie is bonkers. It is and truly bizarre. <laughs> I, I don't know who this movie is for. I don't either because, okay, so you would you would conceivably think, so first of all, a thought that I had recently, because I've actually watched a handful of Scooby-Doo Where Are You episodes, the original show on HBO, and um, I was like, wow, this show is very much of its time. But they keep making Scooby-Doo shit. And yeah. I wonder even just in general, who are any Scooby-Doo so, things for? Okay. This is <laughs> Here's the thing. So, Mike, I don't know if you've heard of this app called TikTok, right? Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, my, I have TikTok on my phone. I don't really have an actual account. I refuse to make a username. I don't yeah. comment. I rarely even like videos. I just want to uh, occasionally scroll through there because it's funny. And sure. there's good shit. So you're like a lurker, a free I, lurker. I am absolutely a lurker. You and don't contribute. I, I don't at all. I, I am a leech to the ecosystem of TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. And it's people like you who are why this country is in the toilet. <laughs> absolutely. That is true. It's these damn. Uh, but, but, and this might be because I have followed some like cosplayers and stuff and like, uh, maybe that's why I get more of this, but there is a lot of Scooby-Doo content on TikTok. Uh, interesting. And a lot of it is, um, cosplay, but a lot of it is like, what would the characters look like in this modern day uh, outfit? Sure. And some of it is like actual audio from the, uh, movie or the show, mm -hmm. um, so I guess I guess there's a here, here's my theory. I think the nostalgia for Scooby Doo now with millennials is the fact that there was Scooby Doo like the live action one when we were kids. Mm. Well, and like Boomerang, the the yes. Cartoon Network sister network that showed old old cartoons. That's where I saw it, and like the and Flintstones and Jetsons and other the other Hanna Barbera stuff. Like, and there's so been the nostalgia is for like a, a second yes. wave of yes. nostalgia. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It is a yeah. like the the Gen Zers and Millennials that are that like are fans of Scooby Doo, or even just like appreciate it. Not necessarily like you know big fans or anything. Right. It is a second wave of nostalgia coming off the first round of nostalgia in like the early you. Know, know thousands right like people who are our parents generation perhaps i i'm doing the math but like this sh the show was from like the 60s yeah so there are people who grew up with it already in syndication and reruns in like the 70s and yeah. those people have kids who are adults and those yes. adults have children so like it's like grandpa nostalgia <laughs> it is and it is and scooby-doo is weird and interesting because it keeps getting rebooted and the, I, I remember the game we play, uh, uh played last year was i 
trying to connect Scooby-Doo to other properties because Scooby-Doo right. has crossed over with right. so many different things. Yeah, the Globetrotters, Batman. <laughs> yeah, like some real people, Weird Al. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We established that the Scooby-Doo universe is indeed our universe. Well, so 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 to, to jump right into okay, let's jump into the movie because this movie is yes. an interesting 20-year-later Yeah, right. Sequel. You said who is it for? I, I would say it's for the people who saw the 90s one when it came out so it is yeah. for us but then it's also a kids thing um, what's weird but it like references the original one quite a bit yes. and to the point that it like bends over backwards to retcon the fact that the zombies were real that, okay so this <laughs> that that's what's crazy about so so to, let's do a quick plot synopsis yeah, 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 and then yeah. we can jump into because we can't just assume you know like people have seen the matrix and people have yeah. drunk a pumpkin spice latte right. before but our listeners, it is highly likely you have not seen Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. So this yeah. will be full of spoilers. <laughs> it will. And a lot of you might have seen the original because, like, uh-huh. 90s kids know, right? And the – so literally – Want to feel old? hmm So the overarching plot of this movie – I'm going to try to do this very quickly and because I took a lot of notes and yeah, I want to yeah, get yeah. into a lot of the weird things. But essentially, it's like – uh, Shaggy wins a Alex wins a paid vacation. He can take the whole gang from they Elvira. Go, but from Elvira, another <laughs> real person in the real world. Right. I know her name is not actually Elvira, but the actor, the actor who plays Elvira, yeah. plays Elvira plays in Elvira. this. Yeah. So once again, we are led to believe. <laughs> and and I'm, just because we brought up Elvira, I I googled to see if she has ever been in any other Scooby Doo's, and no, this was her first appearance. Wild. And, and it's what's crazy is that. <laughs> Uh, apparently there's a new uh, there's a new movie a movie coming out called Happy Halloween Scooby Doo that comes out uh tomorrow <laughs> and, uh, and uh it's up to Scooby Doo and the gang as they team up with their pals Bill Nye the science guy and Elvira mistress of the dark oh to solve my this god mystery. That's so that's once again, that if you had done like the six degrees of separation or whatever, Bill Nye and Elvira, I would have gone, oh. I don't think I can make that happen. No, <laughs> but the but, answer and, is zero. They're in the same yeah. movie <laughs> and they are both real people in the real world. Right. It, but they're ridiculous. both like character, real people. Yes. So like... strange. So they go like, to is this... Larry, the cable guy in that, too. <laughs> God, I hope I hope Other, so. like real slash character person. It's actually him and uh, Bill Nye debating creationism uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Anyway, so they go to this island. Yes. Things are. Oh, and sorry. It's this unclear is unclear very... if it even is the zombie island. The, no. the premise is that it's like a tropical island. But yes, we find so out it is not supposed to be a tropical island. Also, another important thing is that the gang promised Scooby and Shaggy they wouldn't solve any mysteries because they're out of the mystery game right now because the sheriff told them uh, not to. Right. Yeah. Shaggy wanted so, to have a vacation. From so mystery. they really, really bang us over the head with the whole we're not going to solve any mysteries. Boy, oh boy, things. Do and it's they? exhausting. But anyway, so the. <laughs> Overarching plot, they're there, things are fishy, it turns out that everyone there, and including the person who like runs the hotel, is he's actually a movie director, uh, he has set up this whole thing to recreate their past adventure on Zombie Island, which he right. learned he about from Velma's a, a, a blog. very real Zombie Island style movie with the actual people yes. and get their real reactions. So like, and, you know, against the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he found out about it from Velma's blog, which is terrible that she has a blog. Yeah. And uh, and that they still wear those clothes. <laughs> yes, it's uh, that, that we'll get into that in a second. Because I have so many questions. So the 
they the zombies are fake because uh, they get chased by some zombies, but they're fake. Right. They and it all ends actors. up being fake. And they're like, oh, it's all fake. But then the actors do improv. <laughs> yes. But then the the cat people, the were cats from the original one, are right. there too, and apparently they're not fake. But then, uh, so the movie keeps going, and the director's like, "We have to keep shooting the movie. This is great. There's all this real monsters." Yes. And then they go back to the place they were in the original, where they like defeated the were cats, the, like final boss temple, yes. which is like underground, and there's like a moon sundial, a but moon they're, dial. They're able to unmask the were cats by pretending to be zombies, and it and turns they out they were fake. Also, were fake. They were the islanders and uh, someone else from the island trying to get a treasure that was never really discussed. (laughs) No. And so this movie is taking so many plot points from the original and, and basically being like, what if we made a movie about a move the plot about a movie about the plot points. Right. And so, but they leave it up to us. Except, no, they don't. We know there's another were cat yeah, that's not accounted another, for. Yeah, there is another, like, sort of black puma were cat who is never accounted for and is always very cat like yes, and magical, and like aggressive. the original ones. Yeah. And, so, Ve- Velma. And by the end of the movie, he is not accounted for as being a person in a mask. <laughs> so, Velma, it, her whole thing this time has been like, oh, this one, there's only been like two mysteries we never solved. And one was when Shaggy turned into a a werewolf which i remember that movie which is wild and then the other was this one because apparently it wasn't solved because it was actually supernatural right so but she's like that the first time they said that that it was unsolved i was like that's weird and then they kept saying it and then finally eventually they were like it goes against the laws of physics that there are real zombies and werecats etc so i've classified it as unsolved so it's like velma after the initial movie was like, I count this as unsolved because there could not possibly be such thing as voodoo dolls or were cats or zombies, which is like, what the fuck? You lived through it. Yes. Okay. So let's get into some notes because I took a bunch of notes. By the way, okay. So all of our listeners have stopped listening. Yes. So we can say whatever we want to. What do you want to actually talk about? Uh, I (laughs) made some great enchiladas last night. Let's just wrap. Okay. Um, First notes I took, right? And I'm just... We're going to go through this because this movie yeah, is a this mess. this is somewhat chronological for me. I imagine your notes so, are too. Yes. So first okay. off, the dissonance of having a couple of famous people as the voices and then a couple Very of classic strange. is so weird. And then also the middle ground of like famous voiceover person, you know, Grey yes. Delisle, Grey Griffin did Velma or Daphne. Daphne. And she is like, you know, Vicky from Fairly yes. Odd Parents. She's everybody. She's Azula and uh, the yeah. Avatar. Avatar. Um, so, like, you could hear that come out sometimes. But then, yeah, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy was, like, doing a passable, like, obviously yeah. he's played Shaggy. And he plays him he's... in perpetuity now. But then the Kate, I wrote this note down. Kate Micucci as Velma was sort of distracting to me. It was distracting <laughs> to me, too. And, like, I think Matthew Lillard does his own take on Shaggy, which sounds yes. and sounds like Shaggy. He's not, like, doing a copy of a previous Shaggy. But right. hearing him as Shaggy... Next to like Frank Welker, who's done Fred for years, <laughs> yeah, is so weird. Especially hearing Kate McCucci do him next. He to says him. treasure. Yeah, so strange. And <laughs> right. and Kate McCucci as Velma, I don't believe it, which is kind of weird. And I think maybe it's I know, because I know her voice to too well. Too. Yes, if I didn't know it was her and like how she spoke, I I agree that that isn't fair for for listeners who are not familiar. Kate McCucci is one half of Garfunkel and Oates, and yeah. she is also in um that Mike Birbiglia improv movie. 
You'd probably uh, recognize if twice. you saw her because she's sort of a character oh, actor that's been on a lot of sitcoms. Yeah, I think but... I, I think she had a real run on Big Bang Theory as well. Yes, she did. So uh, I wrote um, cute title sequence. Strange. Um, yes, I, cute I title also sequence. thought that the the whole intro part was really cute. That they uh, first of all, Fred says, "Now for a little monster mash," which yes, we was just a great did the monster mash. mash. Um, and then they do that like mystery solving montage, which felt very true to the original. If we were doing how Scooby Doo on Zombie Island is this? Well, it, um, the only they did that montage like in the first movie. They did the like we want yeah. real ghosts, and in this one they were like we're solving mysteries, and they did all the like classic villains like Space yes. Kook was in there, who's my favorite. The, um, and then the we only, find out that that was a dream. <laughs> yes, the only thing I'll say that doesn't fit into it is that it's it is a it is Fred's dream about the mystery machine. So yes. all of the oh, solving yes. of those mysteries are mystery machine centric, to where the mystery machine is playing a focal role in yeah. all of the solving of those mysteries. And and for some inexplicable reason, Fred has sold the mystery machine. Is that yes? The case, uh, he, like he has Fred. So like people kind of have. Um, Everybody has a thing in this. A bit of a thing, yeah. Shaggy and Scooby don't want to solve mysteries until they do again, and then. Um, Velma's whole thing is like her blog and that the zombie island mystery was never actually quote solved and Fred's whole thing is he wants the mystery machine back which is like yes. why didn't you just give us a little bit as to why he sold it <laughs> yeah and then Daphne just kind of doesn't have a thing like yeah, she Daphne and, doesn't have a thing she and Velma are sort of on the train of like we really want to keep solving mysteries but like Daphne but Velma has the other thing anyway so then Elvira Early is in here. In that montage, or in fact, in fact, before the montage, there's like a mystery they solve, and they find out that the person in the mask was Young Man Withers, which I thought was really cute. And Very then funny. during that montage, all of the classic Scooby Doo villains are unmasked, and they are all revealed to be the whole Withers family, yes, which is very good. <laughs> so that was cute to me. There, were, you know, this movie did make me laugh a handful of times me too. with jokes like that. It it felt sort of Phineas and Furby. Yeah, sure, like, sure, sure. Not not Furby, not like Furby, but Phineas and Ferb esque. Um, but but uh, I, I also like to your point again, like who the fuck? It is has its for? moments, <laughs> and we're gonna get to the point where we we mentioned it in the the recap. But so it, this has its moments of feeling like classic Scooby Doo, classic funny. Because I remember one of the things we talked about in the original when we were covering it is that it was funny and there's like good jokes. Yes, and it's like kind yeah. of goofy old style Scooby Doo jokes, but like some of them still right. work. In the in the sense that you could like conceivably understand there being like a studio audience yeah. track like there is in the sixties. Like okay, so then strange that Elvira is there and they're just like, Here's Elvira and because very strange. She's on the She's like the host she's she's sort of she's like doing the, what um, she crypt keeper. She's doing what she does on, in real life, her original show yeah, exactly. in real life. Like like host a bad. like block on television where they show bad horror movies. <laughs> This episode will be unlistenable. Well, this mo- <laughs> it's because this movie is so... This movie is bananas. So, 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 listeners, I want you to understand that Elvira is a real show in real life. Like, she had a real show. And that that show exists on this movie. And that... Right. Essentially, the entire... It's like the bumper at commercial for movies. Yes. The entire middle part of this movie is... The gang realizing, <laughs> like, the, the mystery of the zombies is solved pretty early on. 
and then they realize yeah. they, they're like, oh, we solved it. You guys are making a movie, which 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 I solved it, too, because I did, too, <laughs> because the, the people who were on in this hotel were like I wrote down. Is she saying yes and? I did too. I did too. I was like, oh, weird. They're doing like an improv gag for those in the know. Because this woman says yes and like three or four different times within the same scene. I rewound it and put the subtitles on because I was like, there's no way. (laughs) And then she was. And so like one of the people who's working at the hotel does a Shakespeare reference. She said right. she, this other one says yes and a bunch says and the, stage the main right guy is wearing like a scarf. Yeah, right. She says stage right. I was like, wait a second. In fact, I wrote down. What did I write down? Um, I said, yes, and and stage right. This bitch is an actor. Yeah. I wrote <laughs> dude did Shakespeare, too. These are actors. The main guy is definitely a director. That scarf. Yes. I, I wrote <laughs> this is a Truman Show situation like they're they're yes. making a movie or something like that. And then they, they right after I wrote down the shiatsu, when he, he asks Scooby and Shaggy if they want massages, and he says shiatsu, and Shaggy goes, no, great day. And I was like, that's funny. That's a good <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, very funny. I also wrote, and then, then it's revealed, you know, it's a movie that they're filming. Velma's like, she said yes and, which is an improv exercise for, like, <laughs> acting, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote, okay, called the movie, every fucking bit of it. But who is the cat guy? Yeah. And then, of course, we get into Act Three, which is the mystery of well, the cat. No, people. Mike, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't think we can brush over the. This movie is, first off, one of its cardinal sins. It's 80 minutes long, which is four minutes too long. Because. That's true, because we established a year ago that Scooby Doo on Zombie Island is perfect, not necessarily because of its content, although mm-hmm. it is a tight script, but because of its runtime. Yeah. So, so. I don't think I can stress enough that there is probably about 30 minutes of this movie. Maybe that's maybe that's too many, but in the middle of this movie, it's like they stop everything and just do a bunch of scenes about making oh, a movie. Right. Oh my god, and that is so it tedious. It keeps going, and there's no... Every scene begins with the director going, all right, now in this scene, yeah. you will be... like He's like telling them what the scene is, but they ha- they would conceivably have lines memorized. And that's what's strange. <laughs> like When I say, who is this movie for, that's what I'm asking. Because like, you could... like There's parts... In, like There is a real Scooby-Doo movie that happens in the first 20 minutes where they solve the, the mystery it's actually a movie yeah. then there's another Scooby Doo movie that happens in the last like 20 30 minutes where they have to figure out like who the cat yes. people are and That's then right. but in then the middle, middle <laughs> there's just this they make a movie there's just a bunch of meta jokes about <laughs> Scooby Doo and then also about making a movie and it's so yeah. strange it is really weird because it's not it necessarily really, really weird like there's some funny jokes that happen but in general it's just them like Doing inside baseball references to like, like movie Hollywood. making. It's yeah, so right. weird. Oh, and the director is that guy yeah. from all the Christopher Guest movies and the rest of development. And then he um he's in not well, he might be in Avatar, but he's in Legend of Korra, which is what I recently watched. And basically he plays the same character in that too. He's he's like a, a business mogul who also directs movies. It's <laughs> it's truly, truly wild. It's like they took a break from a Scooby Doo movie to make a Scooby Doo movie in the middle of this movie. And it's, yes, it's just very weird. Just so weird. And it, once again, it's kind of boring to watch. I kind of tuned out during this part because I was like, nothing's happening. It, it, it's, it's a slog right there in the middle. I also I also wrote um, No Snakebite Scruggs, although we then see an actor portraying a version yes. of Snakebite Scruggs. But that is a Hasui point 
because Snakebite Scruggs was played was, by Mark Hamill, yes, and Mark exactly. Hamill, we don't see hide nor hair of him in this. You know, another thing I said in terms of like this movie being weird, it looks awful. Yeah. Is something I wrote down. The characters, like the backgrounds are fine, but the character, you know, like the the, the richness of like the Hanna-Barbera hand-painted backgrounds, but then sort of shitty animation for characters is kind of cute. But the characters in this, uh, like, you know, like a cartoon is, you know, it has a black outline. You know, it's it's a drawn stroke, to use an Adobe term. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, the character outline is black, but then past that is like a sort of almost like a white halo like they they look almost like early flash yeah like e-bombs world videos yes. like they they kind of look awful <laughs> it, it, it is a, it's a strange it feels like a str- much like most of this movie and, and we 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 almost touched on this earlier this movie yeah. is a strange mashup of time periods in a way which, right. Yeah, they go to a malt shop at one point. <laughs> yeah, because Scooby Doo struggles with that in general, and most of the time they just ignore it, and you and it's sort of like a timeless feel, right? Right. And like the cartoons when they succeed, a timeless '60s feel. <laughs> yes, it, they, it's in the '60s, and they can have like you can have phones and stuff, but we're not going to worry about it. Like it's like what like the modern, the more modern ones. Like if they have it, it's just we're just going to like not worry about it. We're going to brush past it. Yeah. This movie yeah. came out last year, and it feels like someone who could not figure out how to marry the concept of, like, these teenagers solving mysteries yes. that still wear these clothes from the 60s and right. the modern modern era, which is why Velma has a blog. I was yeah. just talking with Charlie the other day about how anytime I see anybody being like, I'm starting a blog, I'm like, Why? Why are you starting a blog? That that's over. <laughs> yeah, that that's ten years ago, and, yeah, and like right. if you're if you're doing it for like your own purposes of like you know, chronicling something, send like uh, keeping a journal of like a travel, whatever. Like there could be sure. fun, cool reasons for having a blog. But I'm like, do you think anyone's going to read it? If you want right. to like, make a website, if you or, want or do a newsletter do or something, thing, right? Or you do the other thing where you full on have a business plan. And you want it to be a monetized thing and you have ad space and like you write an article and then throughout the article you have words that are hyperlinks to other articles you've written. (laughs) And and you and you put a a life story in front of every recipe and it makes me mad every time I look up a recipe because I can't find the fucking recipe. But no, it feels. Yeah. And I think the animation feels similarly where it feels like it doesn't know what time period it exists in. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. It's like confused as to what time period it is. The the other couple things I wrote that are just sort of about the that type of thing. I guess it's only one other thing. I don't like that Scooby basically just full on talks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like the the that's like a, a tough thing to really the the tightrope that you have to walk there to make Scooby have dialogue but I because like I said I have recently watched a bunch of old classic Scooby Doo's and like he'll he'll do his little Scooby speaking thing but it's like super infrequent a and then b it is far less intelligible. Yeah. And in this movie, he basically is like, hey, Shaggy, let's go over here. Well, and it's also like normally when he talks, it seems like Shaggy can understand him and and, yes. and the Scooby gang can kind of understand him. But like other people will be like, that's a dog. And he's like, Rah. 
And it's like, that's yeah. funny because the, the person doesn't know what he's – and in this one – But in this movie, he practically goes, dog, where? Yeah, and the director the director's <laughs> like, here, Scooby, have a camera. You, you, were, you were going to shoot yeah, this video I'm for hungry. me. <laughs> I, I liked that joke of him being like, it's I'm scared at him every time saying I'm hungry. Like, that was funny to right. me. But it right. is it him was funny. Just, but it is, but it is like the director being like Scooby Doo can talk. This dog can't talk. Yeah, I'm going to right. film him talking. It's like it's sort of like they they make commentary on it within the show. But on Family Guy, like it's unclear as to who can actually understand Stewie. Like yes. and they've they've like made jokes before. Like it's Brian and it's tertiary characters. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. people who aren't close enough to the family that they would like spoil it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It feels like the um, rules are strange. Yeah, this this movie was just like I'm gonna, I'm, it, it was it was just like really really strange and like you said it like with all the Hollywood inside references plus also the references to the original movie from the 90s I do want to say it is like for us like it is for people who yeah. are like about to turn 30 but like because of that and it is a Scooby Doo movie it's it's like you know it, Obviously, they're not saying like shit. Well, what, right? They're not. They're <laughs> like, not being like. It's fuck. obviously like for kids, but like, it's not for today's kids. No, they're like, why would you have a blog? <laughs> it's so so. They literally do a a a, a recap like montage of the first movie where the, where they're sort yeah. of like where where they sort of like a, a flashback where they talk right. about what happened. And, it's like the sort of previously on And then Lost. what's strange is like two <laughs> seconds after that, even though they just finished talking about how zombies were real and cat right. people were real, when, when Shaggy and Scooby come in, they're like, there's zombies. They're like, those aren't real. And it's like, you just right. set up. And the, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. I don't yeah. understand what world you're painting. And like they the, for for someone who says yes and in the movie a lot they sure undermine the reality they've already established and, and i don't and i don't even want to say that this whole movie is bad cuz like parts of it are good and kind of funny some of it's well thought out right the the we are making a movie thing in fact is almost like a cute take on what the mystery could be you know like it, have, did you see knives out Yes, I love it. How, like, the whole time they just, like, played with what the tropes are, but itself was still a, a mystery. Well, like, if they had... The, if they, they, they got to the bottom of it, they're filming a movie. That is kind of a cool take. All, all I would need to make this movie actually fun is take out the middle part where they actually yeah. make the movie. Yes. Lengthen, squish the other two, fill that time, because you could have made something really fun playing with the tropes of we're making a, a Scooby-Doo movie about a Scooby-Doo adventure, cut out all the middle where you're just making jokes that are, that my, that my seven-year-old isn't going to get. Yes. Like, right. Like the jokes aren't, don't seem to really be for anyone because if you get them, your response would be. <laughs> also, okay. I, I'm just going to go over a, a couple other things real quick. It's, it, it also does feel like you said earlier, it kind of does feel like they're trying to retcon the movie where it was like, it's yeah. actual magic. Be yeah. Because then Velma's like, it wasn't real. And they're like, but you, you didn't actually solve the zombies. And she like, it's like, oh, it's swamp gas. Yeah. But then <laughs> they undercut that by also immediately being like that other cat is still. So like yeah. this movie could have, if it wanted to, retconned the original. I'm glad it didn't. Right. But then it also doesn't, rec like it also doesn't commit I the fully the other way. Yeah. It's like, well, you can think it's anything. Like. The, the 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 position feels like they're saying we're going to let the audience decide what they believe yeah. but 
they disproved everything but one thing, which was very clearly still like magic. Yeah. Which is like, okay, well then what are we like Yeah, then you what didn't... are we to believe except for the that supernatural? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go through my notes and see what see what we haven't talked about real quick. I wrote speaking of going through notes, because I think we just like bomb through the rest of our notes now and then after the break we call like we, we say if it's Star Wars or not. Yeah, yeah, we can we can try to make some um, points. I wrote uh, beating up cats. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> they ha, just ha. are like <laughs> just throwing cats. You know that around. like hypothetical question of like how many third graders, if they all ran at you at once, yeah. could you like beat up or whatever? Yeah, could, they yeah. basically do that with cats. <laughs> it's um, true. I also wrote at one point, this is tedious. And then I also wrote the action with the fairy and the mystery machine is lit. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Fred Fred gets onto a burning and sinking fairy boat and gets the sort of monster truck version of the mystery machine that they have for this Hollywood movie and jumps it off of the ferry onto a dock. Yeah. Which, well, the whole Fred mystery machine thing. There's also a Fred stunt double yes. at one point, but there's not a stunt double for any of the other. And characters. the Fred stunt double is like a taller, <laughs> more masculine, yeah, he's like even chiseled and hot. And he's voiced by <laughs> Travis Willingham, which those of you like, he's voiced everybody in every fucking video game, and like is on Critical <laughs> Role, and like he's very well cast. But it's just yeah, he, there's there's only one stunt person, and it's only for Fred. What's happening in this movie? Yeah, I also wrote the ramp launch was like a half a mile launch. There are two, yeah. there's like a long ramp, like an Evil Knievel style ramp that is on one side of the hotel slash plantation house where they are living. And you jump over the entire building lengthwise and then land on another ramp. And like they are in the air for like 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to talk about Fred's mystery machine thing because it's very strange. <laughs> they set up the idea that he sold the mystery machine, which. Yeah. Led me to believe throughout the movie, once you find out that there is a <laughs> new mystery, once you find out they're making a movie about the Scooby gang yeah. and the mystery machine comes in, I was like, oh, this director must have bought it from Fred bought it. in order yes. to like soup or it up. Or bought it from the person who bought it. from right. You know, like how the Millennium Falcon changed yes. hands for a number of times. Um, way to mention a Star Wars thing. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh, this must be the, initial, the original mystery machine that's just been souped up for this movie. But no... It's not, and I was like, okay, that's weird. He sold it. Where is it? Why did you even yeah, bring why, up the fact? I, yeah, I wrote that too. Why did you sell it? What was the motivation? Yeah, was it for like to drugs? In, <laughs> to bring in another secondary mystery machine and have it be yeah. not the original one when you but already like, have said there's that my sold girl. It. Like, yeah, I could... know. Like it's it's weird that he has the attachment to it that he does to the one he sold because it is established that that's not it it feels like they messed up somewhere and it was supposed <laughs> to be the the original and they like they they just leave that hanging and then at the end when he's like we'll have to get the original mystery machine and they're like we sure will and i was like oh well so here's the other thing the treasure ends up being real the director walks away with like a lot of, of gold like... and jewels yeah Yes, and the, the director the Scooby takes gang all the treasure get... out, and the Scooby Gang is just like, "Oh, you!" And they don't get any of it. And I was like, "This no. guy wasn't necessarily a good guy. He put people in danger. He's walking yeah. away scot free with billions he lied of dollars." To you guys, yeah, and you guys <laughs> could have taken the money. So, like, when, when when the director walks away, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll start solving mysteries again." And Fred's like, "I will need the real mystery machine." I was thinking. Director's gonna come back. He's gonna give him money. He'll be like, "Here's some yeah. gold. Go buy the original." Nope, yeah. nope. There's nothing. And I was like, 
Why did they set this up in the beginning if they're never going to pay like, it off even, at all? Even like do the thing like at the end of National Treasure where they're like, we only got to keep 1% of the treasure and then yes. Riley drives off in a Ferrari. Like that's the mystery machine. They have yes. like a benchmark right there. <laughs> they could have, they could have, I feel like it was a, a thing that was on a storyboard somewhere and it just like fell off. Yeah. Maybe the frame like, fell yeah, off. We'll lose that. Because it feels yeah. like they were supposed to and they didn't. Right, totally. Very strange. Very strange. I also wrote, what were the criminal charges <laughs> yeah. against the people who got like found out or whatever? Like, scare. I mean, Scaring I guess you, people? Could, you could ask that question about like every Scooby Doo ever. I like, guess property damage, but I don't know. The only like fraud or coercion or like you know like the stuff that it, that's in that realm. Yeah, I, I don't know. The only other notes I want to say is that like the other thing that this movie feels kind of weird is it feels kind of. And I'm sure it was, and I think this is probably part of why the animation feels weird, too, is it feels uh-huh. a little rushed. And I think the voice acting sometimes feels a little rushed because right. there are some weird takes. And it feels like sometimes in this movie that they were just like, that's good enough. And the two that I remember that I wrote down is just like when uh, later at one point when they're running from the cat people, Daphne says, why did the cat people need Simone's pendant? Yes. And it's yes, like, I remember why that. Emph- why was the emphasis on Simone? It's like, totally. It's her. Pe- we know it's her. Like it should have been. Why did the cat people need Simone's pendant? Yes, like, exactly. I remember that moment. And I remember thinking, in fact, we talked about it on the show because I remember saying it and then listening back to it and being like, no one knows what I'm talking about. But in the matrix. Oh yeah. yeah. Cypher, the character that I played in the musical, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Joey pants character says something similar. He says, yes, like, yes. Um, the, like the steak thing or whatever. No, no. Yeah, he, He's talking about like why you have to watch the matrix in code yes. as opposed to being able to see it on the screen because like the, the yes. programs they have locally that they have like the construct you can actually watch, but like you have to watch the matrix in code. And he says something to the effect of like, um, we can, we can see you on screen in the construct, but in the matrix, like there's too much information, blah, 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 blah. And it's like the, yeah. In the, the operative word there was construct. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then, and then Fred does it. And she does the same thing. Fred does it earlier in the movie where he says, and I thought I was having a bad day. And yes. I thought I was having a bad day. <laughs> I remember both of those line yes, reads thinking weird. <laughs> like the, the ferry driver says something weird and Fred goes, and I thought I was having a bad day. And it's like, no, no, no. And, yeah. I and I thought I was, I was having, having a bad, bad day. day. It's so yeah. strange. It's almost like he's never seen a sitcom. Yeah, well, and it's <laughs> it's even weirder because it's Fra- it's uh, Frank Welker who's done this. Who's been doing it for, for decades. decades, and so it's like yeah, I know it, that that's why I feel like either maybe they didn't have a lot of time to record everything, or whoever was yes. editing it did not pick the right takes. Or whoever directed it. I have no yeah. idea. It's very strange. I know. I That's so funny you bring that up because I almost wrote it down and then I didn't because I was like, that feels like we're getting completely in the weeds. But yeah. like I was in the weeds, baby, this whole multiple time. Multiple line reads were like, you accented the wrong word. Have so you ever weird. been in a show? I feel like this yes. happens in musical theater all the time. Where, you know, we both do comedy and we come from a background in comedy. Of course, yeah. you come from a background in theater as well. But, yeah. like, we we are comedy educated yes. and practiced. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> have you? <laughs> we have degrees from the I.O. Theater. Our rest yes. in peace. Not evident by this show at all. <laughs> but, um, uh, but have you ever been in a musical where... Other people are only musical theater people. Yes. And the reason you know that is because when they say a line from the script, you're like, oh, hey, 
that's supposed to be funny. It's a joke. You're, you don't realize you're saying a funny line because you, I, I, I know you don't realize it because the way you're doing your take on it is bad. <laughs> yes, I have. And, 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 the, the... and you can't explain to that person like, all right. Here's why this is humor. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the the like of like the the Charizard to that Charmeleon is the person who <laughs> thinks that their part is serious and yes. and thinks that their or that their scene is serious or or yeah. thinks their character is very important and doesn't realize that they're actually supposed to be funny. Yes. and like that's the worst case scenario is because they come yeah. in every scene thinking it's about them and that it's very serious and you're like. Yours, you. This was supposed to be fun and funny. Yes. And then, like, totally. but yeah, unless you're the director, you can't fucking say like, "Hey, you should." And, then, and it's and it's so frustrating when you are not the director and you also know that the director is also not. Yes, picking is not up realizing on the line that. read is bad. I had that. Okay, two two things. Because the, the, you can't say something. Like, you can't give a note to a fellow performer. The uh, two things on that before we go to the break because we're going long this episode. And <laughs> hey, who gives a shit? Because we're only recording yeah, one. We're tonight. talking about the sequel to our favorite movie. <laughs> yes, and the best movie of all time. Uh, yeah. Two two things. The other side of that being a someone who was like trained in theater, quote unquote, and then doing a lot of improv was like seeing improvisers just like do such a bad job at performing on stage where they'd be oh. like saying the funniest shit. But I'd be like, no one can hear you because you're oh, like, sure. you're like turning like right here. Right. For, for the audience, I'm turning with my profile. He's and not like, cheating out as yeah, one might. I, I, with someone, their, someone you know, on one of my teams toward the audience, and someone <laughs> on one of my teams was like, and she, she was a big musical theater fan and like had done theater and stuff. But she was like, Josiah, I love how in every scene you cheat out, and I was like, shut up. And she's like, no, really, it's actually good because makes people can see you and hear you. But I was like, yeah, it's hard. That's what I wanted to do. Like, I, I never coached, but if I was a coach of several of the teams I've been on, I'd be like, talk to where I can hear you. You can't talk. Right. You can't talk in the way you would talk in real life because if you're talking the way you talk in real life, uh, the people who are in the audience are not be able to hear you. Uh, That's funny because I can't remember which level at IO this was, but I took a class where um, the teacher sort of came down on people for doing the more theatery thing where you're cheating out well, and you're and projecting because you're in a small classroom and you know it translates to small cabaret it's low ceiling rooms right but like it's a there balance is like a balancing act yeah it's a balance <laughs> and like for for a long time i was like i need to do an intro to theater class for fucking improvisers because like yeah. they need this a lot of them and so the, what is stage left and stage right <laughs> for reals i mean i, I forgot how my loud ad. do you have to be in the dct or mission yes. versus the chin r.i.p <laughs> yes um, I forgot what my other thing was going to be, so forget it. And oh, one last thing before the break, because I've been like holding this for a while. In the original movie, they've like moved on with their lives, yes. and the premise is they get their gang back together to go to Zombie Island. Velma is, or Daphne is on a television show. Yeah, and like Fred works there too. Shaggy and Scooby work at like the TSA. Yeah, like we are, we are to believe that they are like adults ish at this point, or maybe say you know like young twenties. Yeah, and then in this movie they're like remember that tv show i worked at as a summer project or something like that like i was like at the very beginning i was like wait why aren't they adults <laughs> yes and then they, they refer to them as teens later in the movie too yeah which is... so they like even retcon the fact that like they had like grown apart at the beginning of the first zombie movie. that's what's strange about the original zombie island is it feels like it is separate from scooby-doo continuity right it feels <laughs> right. like it is a separate thing of oh they're adults now it's more right. real whatever 
kind of like, like the live Scooby action. What happen now? Yeah, kind of like the live action movie did, where it's like it's later. They're grown ups. It's a flash forward. It feels like it's separate from continuity, and and them trying to squish real con all Scooby Doo continuity into this movie to like make that other movie make sense was like it's a losing battle, guys. I don't know if you yeah. can. It's like trying to make sense of the Zelda timeline. It's like just don't worry or like about the it. Like the X Men. <laughs> yeah, just don't worry about <laughs> Which it. Which actually, before, right before the break here, this is a good point. It's very not Star Wars because Star Wars is so obsessed over like what oh, happened yeah. on every day of their timeline. Yes, to where there's two separate events that that are essentially the birth of Christ that happen within five years of each other, where uh, it's the. <laughs> I feel like oh oh I feel like we the ta- Battle of Yavin yeah. you, like BC and AD yeah right like the talk- BBY and ABY yeah we talked about this with uh, I think Michael Delaney at one point because like yeah. there's the Battle of Yavin which is like you, you can do dates by it but then something happens in the sequel trilogy that they also do dates by oh and I, right I'd be like that's if we had the birth of Christ and like it was BC but you could also if you wanted to there's thirty years you could buy the death if we of did Christ. the death of Christ <laughs> yeah like, right that's hilarious it's too close yeah, together right. it's like the the incident with the star killer yes. base like blowing up an entire like system of planets it, yeah, which right. which it's like you could have two date systems but then what about the 30 years in between it's very strange yeah it, it's like it would be like asking the entire world to start going by like a, a different style of telling time or yeah. something yeah <laughs> like why would you do that it's very weird anyway but hey good job we talked about star wars again for a second yeah star wars um I like how as this podcast has gone on, we're like, yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars, you know, we can talk about it sometimes. Well, how about we talk about a cartoon movie no one's seen? <laughs> I, I think when we come back, we can uh, from the game we can make some more pros and cons. Um, yeah, and I'm not super worried because, in fact, I think the game is going to be one of our tightest games we've had in oh, a while in terms of time. Toy- so, all right, well, let's yeah. freaking do it. Let's go to the pit. Wee! Add more snacks. Yeah, Scooby Snacks. Um, okay, we'll go through this quick. I know that we this is going to be a long episode. I don't actually really care that it's long. Me neither. Um, We're only recording one episode tonight, so it feels like we can just kind of luxuriate in it, you know? Yeah, you still have to listen to the whole episode, listener. You don't have to, of course, by any means. That's but true. like we are in the we're in the like second episode energy mm-hmm, right now, but mm-hmm. we're only in the second half of the first one and the only one for the evening. This is the Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island game. Get ready for another round of Alex Blankter Blankleton. <laughs> yes, that old chestnut. This is, this is a recent classic uh, Hasui game called Alex Blankter Blankleton. It is the Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island edition, mm. um, which I should make the point here now. Every correct answer to this game rhymes with... Scooby Doo Return to Zombie Island. That can't possibly be true. Uh, well, although <laughs> it's just the Scooby Doo part that I'm interested in. Okay. However, <laughs> a fully correct answer must include Return to Zombie Island. Oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, okay. So here we go. Scooby Doo Return to Zombie Island. Before you Alex start, that reminds yes, me of because <laughs> I, I was thinking. You're going to rhyme every single word in that? That seems crazy. And I, uh-huh. I think I texted you about this, but I was playing Jackbox with my family a while ago, and it was the one that has, like, the robot rap battle on it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we didn't listen to the tutorial because we're all on Zoom, and I told them, this is, like, you, you have to make rhymes, right? You're just supposed to rhyme. So, like, whatever line it gives you, you rhyme with that line, the next line, and then, like, you do another one, and then you rhyme with that uh-huh. line. 
in my head thinking like this surely rhyme with the last word of the line right. because it's a song yes. <laughs> i'm like surely they understand these sort of you know uh construction and uh conventions of, of a, song. a song yeah and so then so my excited. dad my dad's first like prompt goes up and it's the most batshit insane thing <laughs> any of us had ever seen and it didn't make any sense and then he didn't have time to do the second one so it was just like the user filled in one and we were laughing like crazy and it wasn't until later when my sister-in-law had the same thing happen they both thought that you were supposed to oh rhyme with rhyme every, every word single of the word of the first line and i was like how did you get there? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard? And my dad was like, well, I've never listened to rap. And I was like, yeah, but you've heard songs. And and arguably, no matter what, if you have or if you listen to rap, you have heard one rap song one oh, time. Oh, yeah, but you've heard it. <laughs> I know you're not a fan yeah. of it, but you've, you've, yeah. you've like, written songs down before, like... Yeah. Like, you know, put song, like put verses to music. He's a big, you know, he loves, loves Jesus. But it was, it was the funniest, <laughs> weirdest thing. Cause they both did it. And I was like, you are both such different people. And the fact that you both made the jump to, I have to rhyme with every word was the <laughs> most, was, it was just the wildest thing in the world. And this it, is crazy. You only get 90 seconds to fill yeah, this in. He was like, I don't have enough time. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't have enough time. It's you have to rhyme one word. Yeah. You just have to write something in the last. It was so weird. Anyway, that's hilarious. Just dragging my dad. He won't listen. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So in this game, you will be, Looking for, uh, I'm giving you clues in the sort of the style of like a crossword puzzle clue. Great. And you're looking for the rhyme for Scooby-Doo, but the, again, the correct answer would be that rhyme, Return to Zombie Island. <laughs> right. Okay. So, kicking things off, this would be a smokable cannabis footwear. <laughs> That's going to be a doobie shoe, Return to Zombie Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. I think I should also say these go from, I think, easy to more difficult, but then they also go from, like, clean to sort of on the blue side of things for us. <laughs> Not blue, but... Um, sure. Uh, okay. This would be if finding a red gem helps you solve a case. Mm, that's going to be a Ruby Clue Return to Zombie Island. <laughs> Correct. That is two for two. Ruby Clue. <gasps> Ruby, Ruby Clue. <laughs> Ruby Clue. Um, all right. This would be a first time beer makers attempt. Mm, that's going to be a newbie brew return to Zombie <laughs> Island. Newbie brew return to Zombie Island is correct. So just so that you know, we're like halfway through this game already. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good on time. I, I eventually got to a point where I was like, well, I like there's only so many Ubies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like I love I love <laughs> Blankter or Alex Blankter Blankleton because it's like a uh -huh. subset of these are riddles. Yes. Where right. it's like, I'm giving you a clue. Like this could be a game in like a children's <laughs> magazine, you know, like it's yes, like yes. an easy word search kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, li I like it. Yeah. Um, made famous, of course, on our Hamilton episode featuring podcast superstar, John Patrick Cohen. Yes, in yes indeed. Um, okay. This next one is 
So, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't have confidence that you'll get this whole thing because of your television upbringing, or rather <laughs> lack thereof. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> A rowing team of tourists from the Rocket Power universe. Oh, God. Oh, speak, while you're thinking, speaking of Rocket Power... I, I said this to you earlier today in a text. I don't know how we've already recorded two or three episodes this month, and I haven't somehow managed to squeak in me talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 for the PS4. <laughs> Fuck, it is so much fun. Okay, anyway, <laughs> a rowing team of tourists from the Rocket Power universe. So, I have no idea uh-huh. on either of these, because mm. I don't know what a rowing team is called. Uh-huh. Uh because I didn't live near water sports, um, which is another... I'm talking about <laughs> water sports. Okay, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also... I did see Rocket Power because it came on s- Saturday mornings on some channel, but I didn't like huh. it very much, so I didn't watch it very often. Sure. Um, so I have so no they idea. have a term that they call tourists or people who... Um, Show up to secret surf wait, spots. Wait, wait, parks. wait, wait, wait. So the second word's going to be crew. That's Because correct. I was thinking the rowing team had to rhyme with Scooby, and I was very confused. Ah, uh, yes. So, so something crew. So go ahead. Yes. Um, and and the, this name comes from newbie, I think, is part of it. But then also people who wear shoes on the beach as opposed to sandals <laughs> or go barefoot. <laughs> so Shooby crew? Shooby crew. <laughs> Is correct. Well, it, uh, technically speaking, it is Shuby Crew Return to Zombie. Island. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I when when I went to the beach with my girlfriend semi recently, uh, her dad did that every single time we're on the beach. He wore like just great dad <laughs> shoes with like very tall socks, and I was like, uh-huh. that can't be comfortable. But every single time, yeah, Reggie like, and Twister respect. and Otto would probably call him a Shuby. <laughs> Twister and Otto. Yeah. And Sam, but Sam sort of was their friend who sort of is a shooby. Right, right. Sure, sure, sure. The squid, that is. Uh, okay, this next one is, and again, I, I don't have a ton of confidence you'll get this because I, I, I said this one to Caitlin and she got it immediately, but that's because it references a commercial that we reference to one another all the time. Okay. It is not the Geico commercial featuring Idina Menzel. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, this would be a place to go where you could see the recent Wisconsin Dells commercial mascot in an artificial habitat. Okay. Well, it's a something. Okay. It's a something zoo. Mm. Wisconsin Dells. I have no idea what the Wisconsin Dells. Wisconsin Dells are known for their water parks, if that helps. Sure. Uh, 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 I don't (laughs) know. Luby, Luby uh, Zoo. You are very close. It is Tubi Zoo. Oh. Return to Zombie Island. So the there's a bunch of different commercials letters. where someone is like sad in their house or like something, and, <laughs> and then like all of a sudden this inner tube pops up, and it's like the tube you would ride on a water slide on, um, and the person will be like, "Hey, Tubi," and Tubi's like, "What's going on?" And they're like sad or whatever. But the one that we say all the time, for whatever reason, you mentioned this on the um, the Scream episode that your Hulu is your mom's account or something, yes. and that you get a lot of mom commercials. For whatever reason, on on for for a couple of days in a row, we were getting a lot of Spanish language commercials. Oh, okay. And like we don't speak Spanish, and they're not captioned. Um, so that was just sort of like funny to me. 
And the commercial they run for Spanish speakers for um for Wisconsin Dells is like this little kid and he's sad for whatever reason and then the, the inner tube appears and he says, you know, like whatever in Spanish and then you know, like hello essentially. And then the kid goes, Hola Tubi <laughs> That's so cute. And we say hola Tubi all the time. Hola I don't know tubi. why. It's it's just like super cute to us. Okay. Moving on. We have three left. <laughs> this is my favorite one, I think. This is just when your breasts are so sick. <laughs> the booby flu returned to Zombie <laughs> Island. That's correct. I like that that could go either way. Like, hey, your breasts are sick. Or yeah. like, are your breasts sick? I was thinking of changing that to if a blue-footed bird is sick. Nah, dude, let's get blue, but not like the blue bird, but like right. inappropriate <laughs> jokes. Right. Um, okay. And then this, I guess, would be the blue west. Mm. When some wiener hair gets into a thick, chunky soup. <laughs> a puby stew returned to Zombie <laughs> Island. That is correct. Puby stew returned to Zombie Island. I like pu- I like I like that you sort of just decided that pube could be a thing, right? Like Yeah, like, oh God, is does anyone else is this stew super puby to you? <laughs> <laughs> how many hair how many this is gross. How many? Yeah, what would be the quantity? Yeah, how many hairs <laughs> have to go into a stew before it becomes a puby stew? Yes, I would imagine like one every other bite. <laughs> well, that's so that you're like an okay, answer. a pattern is this. no. You know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna say three because one is a terrible mistake. Yeah. Two is like Jesus Christ, guys. Like but three once. is like okay, a pattern has been established. Right. You, you did this on purpose. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I, I agree. Uh, okay, this is the final one, and it's more of like a bonus question, I would say, um, because you have to come up with the name of something that doesn't actually exist, and then the product it generates. Mm. So, this is what the honey-making insect would make if instead it produced adhesives. Mm. Okay, so it's going to be glue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have to give me the name before that of what it you know like jellyfish yeah, yeah. jelly from spongebob or maybe like <laughs> n- I, I, th- this is what's in my head new b glue but it's like yeah so you have the formula right but it's simpler b. than that oh it's okay okay um b- like a honeybee but right. it's not a honeybee oh okay it's a, it's a gl- uh gl- glue bee <laughs> Glooby <Yeah>. glue. <laughs> Glooby glue. <laughs> Glooby glue returned to Zombie Island. Glooby glue returned to Zombie Island. Okay. <laughs> and that uh, was our Return to Zombie Island edition of Alex Blankter Blankleton. The Return to Alex Blankter Blankleton for Return to Zombie Island. Yes. I love it. I love that game. That's always going to be my back pocket idea in case I don't immediately have an idea for a game. Mm hmm. Um, which, like, uh, recently I feel like I've just been doing two games. I've been doing MI3, <laughs> and I've been doing Alex Blanker Blankleton. <laughs> uh, well, that's okay, because I love it. Um, the um, One Star Wars note I have for this movie mm-hmm. that I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, Ewok-level traps. Yes. That's what's interesting. The guy, like, makes a tree fall down, and at one point I think they – do they release, like, big boulders or something? Yes, yes, they do. The yeah, cat people that's do. a very Ewok-y trap. 
Well, what's what's interesting too is that like w- later when you realize that the cat people were real people, it's like they just had these big boulders set up because the <laughs> the big boulders feel like something a feral cat thing would do. That also feels very Ewok. Like the Ewoks just happen to have exactly the right logs yeah. set up and exactly the right angle for these armored chicken walkers at their height where well, they Well, sit. Mike, Mike, give them some credit. <laughs> they had time to prep, and they lured well, them. Well, they must have. They lured them into those. It's They lured. I will not hear any besmirchments of the Ewoks. Have you, have you seen that in Mythbusters where they do Star Wars? They do three Star Wars myths? No. They do. Um, was, it they just, do the, was it just they the do entire movie? movies? Yeah, right. They do they do Luke using the grappling hook from his belt to cross the little crevasse okay. uh, from uh the first one with Leia on him. Right. And I think they say yes that could be done, but like they took a lot of times to try to swing the thing and get it latched and then have like an entire second body on your weight. Then they did um uh, staying all night in the frozen air inside of a tauntaun and they made like a tauntaun out of like you know, foam and mm-hmm. fur and like that ballistics gel that they use for everything. And then they made like guts and stuff. I can't remember what the, the decision was there, but then they did the Ewok, like the two logs slamming mm-hmm. into the either side of a chicken walkers like head, I suppose is what you'd call it. Yeah. Chassis. Sure. Um, and they did it with one of those like Brinks armored trucks. Um, and it was just fucking sick. Did it like, work? Basically, basically the conceit there was plausible because they got the angle to work and they it did indeed like mash it up. But to get a log that giant out of like redwood tree lifted that high on vines by es- essentially <laughs> teddy bears. Like they're like, I don't know about this. Hey, guys. <laughs> listen, I, I maintain. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing about the Ewoks because people like to be like. How could these little teddy bears like do this stuff? Right. I maintain that they must be incredibly strong. Oh, totally. Because Herculean. Because Cyclopean the, to use an architectural term mm, from the classicists. Because and here's my evidence. Uh, they they seem to be mostly based on bears, which are very mm-hmm. strong. And then, but they also like sort of uh, exhibit some like gorilla monkey esque behavior, uh-huh. which are also incredibly strong. And so I right. think that like if you have a Plus, little, they're aliens from another planet. It's true. They could, they could, they could <laughs> from be another te- moon. They could be telepathic for all we know, and I would yeah. be able to say nothing about it. Yeah, they live. They're telekinetic. They lift the. Oh yeah, yeah. They're force users. Oh yeah, they're actually incredibly weak physically, but they have very powerful telekinesis. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about uh, like being an X Men fan back in the day was having to like tell people and like still to this day be like no 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 that they're just telekinetic they're not telepathic and then them and then them looking at me <laughs> like you're stupid and you put a lot of time and energy into stuff that doesn't matter and me going <laughs> right. so telekinesis is when you can move things with your mind yeah. telepathy is whenever you can like you know see into someone else's mind control their you know eh, you'll right, get it right and telephone and telephone is whenever you can control phones with your mind <laughs> Yes. Wouldn't right. that be great if there was an X Men who was like, "Oh yeah, my my power is telephony," mm-hmm. and it's like, when? <laughs> and they're just like, get on their mobile. Right. That's like how my newfound secret superpower is that I have perfect pitch, but <laughs> only when it comes to Geico commercials. <laughs> <laughs> 
the joy whenever I was editing for, for listeners who listen to every episode. Whenever I was editing the, the Scream episode and I got the audio from the Dina Menzel commercial and realized that Mike was singing in the correct key, which is why I lined them up <laughs> together. The joy was just oh, I can't describe it. It was so <laughs> fun to realize that. So okay, so Star Wars, how Star Wars is. They make a movie within this movie. That is it's not Star Wars. It's not Star Wars. This movie is meta, which we it's th- what's interesting is we're doing another meta movie and uh, we didn't know yes. that this movie was meta whenever we came into it. That's right. <laughs> and Star Wars is not entirely meta aware. Um mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. some like references, but it's not like you would never see a Star Wars movie being made in a Star Wars movie. And this has like two different metas. One is like Hollywood insider meta, and then the other is like self-referential to other Scooby Doo stuff. Which yes. like Star Wars does do that one sometimes. Yes, um, like reference itself. It's animated. There's a lot of good Star Wars animation. It. I mean, the 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 hard thing is that like the the classic Scooby Doo comes from like not the same era, but like you can sort of. It sort of feels like that original Star Wars era, even though it's not. Right. Um, and then this one, though, fe- I mean, this feels like a strange, poorly thought out cash grab sequel um, that's inconsistent and has some good stuff in it, which feels very similar to Star Wars sometimes. So, like, in that way, I guess it is. And it is a movie, which is a, a plus. You're right, though. It does feel sort of like those directed videotape Disney yeah. sequels. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's going to be on the low side, but it's got to be higher than like, I don't know, some of the other stuff we've done recently that hasn't been a movie. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm trying Are there any... to find our what we gave the original one. Oh, that's a good question. So keep talking. Uh, Well, I, I'm going to real quick try to find if uh, any of these voice actors have done anything in the Star Wars universe because... Oh, I, I would I would imagine I, that Gray Griffin has. I, I it's probably almost. Oh, she did. She did um, uh, a bunch of. She did Padme and I think Ventress yep. in the in the Tartakovsky yep. show. And Travis Willingham is in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, that was just the first one because I know him, uh, from Critical Role, so I just know his name to Google. So yeah, I mean uh-huh. you've got voice actors crossover here, so that's points. Um. The oh, I don't know what we gave the first one. I I can't remember either. I could go listen to the last part of it real quick. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I mean, I feel like it's lower. For, for some reason, yeah. I feel like it's lower than the f- first one, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, uh, so like, uh, um, I'm trying to think of anything. So like, song wise, this didn't have super memorable songs. It did have songs to be sure but it wasn't like classic scooby-doo songs they did have that one that did feel very monkeys yeah for the like kind of final hallway montage yep but um that was bizarre to me like the whole cat chase sequence was kind of bad yeah yeah um, agreed yeah so the bops weren't really there um sneaking around was was there oh yeah to some degree i would i would say not a lot of it though hold on wait Getting down to work early. I feel like I'm really close to seeing what the rating is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. I feel like okay. That laugh was me just listening to the last part of our episode about Zombie Island and seeing from what a we year gave ago. It. Our rating system and what we were we were <laughs> so so liberal with giving like high ratings back then we really were because guess what we gave it 
Uh, okay, so like probably something in the like seven range. We gave it a six. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. We gave we gave Star Wars movies a six. Yeah, you know, uh, I think we do need to revisit the Star Wars movies that we've given a six or lower. Yeah, and I know that that's kind of in our tentative plans. But um, the other thing there though is we really liked zombie island it's true. and if we like something i think it air we we sort of give it a little bit of points yeah more than we would if we didn't well, like something I, even I, though we only like some star wars it's true <laughs> it's true um well okay well let's see we should figure out what what our unit of measure is because ah yes um i think i'm gonna do um i'm blanking was there anything in this movie <laughs> No, there wasn't anything. Were there any? Were there any <laughs> objects in this movie? Well, there were like those gold doubloon Scooby yeah, sure, snacks. Sure. I'm gonna do improv references. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna do just because I haven't mentioned this note that I took yet. Nosy cops. Yeah, get out of here, cop sheriff. At the fucking malt shop, who shows up later at the very end, was like. You aren't solving mysteries, are you? Like, okay. Get also, the fuck out also, of here. We're also, having milkshakes in the 2010s. <laughs> two, two things about that real quick. Uh, they, they don't realize they're being taken back to the exact same island, even though they're on, like, a river boat to take uh, them yeah. to this that island. That whole thing was bad. Like, so that was very strange. get tickets that said where you're flying to? Yeah, so that was very strange, because you would think that since they've been there before, when whenever they went to the place and then got on the same boat and were on the same river that took them there, they yeah. would realize... Second thing, we are led to believe that this is like a vacation, so it's like a destination spot, so it's semi-far away from where they live. And then yeah. the sheriff from the town that they live follows oh, them to the island. Yeah. He says, I heard that there was this thing happening because they called the cops, and he gets there yeah. in time to berate them for solving mysteries? He's like a local sheriff. How <laughs> did he get there in time? Yeah. I think Doesn't he's make following sense. them. Anyways, okay. I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it three improv references uh, because – or maybe a four because it's a movie. No, actually, but. no. Like, I, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, my gasp there was because I was picturing the original movie and that – because you had just said what we gave it and that seems crazy and, like, it felt for some reason that you were going to, like, undo that. But, no, this is for this movie that we talked about on this episode. Yes, 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 yes. yes I'm yes. totally on board with your three. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, it's a three. I'm gonna, I think that's what I'm going to say, too. Yeah, three nosy cops. Three nosy cops are making me that music in the movie. Why did that? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I don't know why that was the thing that came Three to my head. nosy cops. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, well, listeners, enjoy this slightly bonus-sized episode because we're just having yeah. fun out here. And go check out HBO Max. They have Scooby-Doo Where Are You on it. And I be watching that show. I cannot I, wait until the Space Kook episode. I really need to get on HBO Max because I really want to watch uh, what that fucking show is called. Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah. I still haven't watched that yet. It looks really cool. It's like right up my alley. I love that kind of stuff. I'm stuck right now watching The Vow. And they boy, they sure have spaced that show out. And, Don't even know at some what point that is. I want it to end. It's like a true crime uh, culty thing. But mm. like the storytelling is uh, dragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, do you want us on the Internet? Because if you do, you can find us. You know, you know what I thought about? What if we just start mm. saying, look at the show notes? Because I feel like it takes us. So long to say our social media and like That's it's, a good it's point. in the show notes. Follow the show on our social media. Yeah, I, I'll say uh, links are in the show. Notes. I think we can say <laughs> yeah, we could say at how Star Wars is it 
and the email but then like if we want we could just say look in the show notes i don't know do you want we can keep saying it i mean i, I don't know does it bug does it bug you let's say this let's say do you want us on the internet our social media links are at star wars is it at, at star wars, <laughs> okay cut all of this okay great go back great, great. to the game um <laughs> do you want us on the internet all of our uh social media stuff is at how star wars is it um and you can see all of our links in the show notes yeah and you can, and then if we have a project, we can plug it. Yeah, and then if you want to email us specifically, you can email us at agoodpodcast at gmail because that's what this is. Um, Does it make it shorter if we talk about it and then still say all of it? <laughs> I think we should talk about it every time, decide if we're going to do it, and then do uh, it anyway, and then not yeah. do it. Uh, but yeah, you can find our personal ones on the show notes. And uh, do you have anything else you want to do, like your video? I've been doing a drawing every day this month on my Instagram at wordgospel09, and um. It would seem as though seven or eight people do not like it because I dipped down below 700 followers. <laughs> uh, they were which like, is the number I was at. I, was at like I hate drawing. Like yeah, they're done with that. Um, I Hopefully my uh, commission that I've been working on on Rule Follower Toys on Instagram is done soon and I will get to my new ideas that I have and make some more YouTube videos also at wordgospel09. Nice. Yeah, go check out the, uh, his latest video, which is where he makes an Ikea toy. It's really cool. And um, please leave us a review. I can't imagine we've gotten any lately, no, but I'm like sure we, um, <laughs> we are just about, this is kind of a fun detail, maybe even as of the release of this episode, we are just about to hit our 10,000th download. Whoa. Which is not like huge compared to like a big podcast that gets more than that every episode or whatever, but it is like a super cool milestone for us. It is. And, um, that will just continue to grow, especially if you leave us reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts, because that's how people find the show. I am going to look and see how many. Hang on. I got it on on our uh, Apple Podcast. We have 88 reviews, hey. 88 ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is effectively nice. the same thing. It'd be awesome to hit 100. Yeah, 100, Maybe even before the end of the year. 100 reviews or ratings and uh, 10,000 listens. That'd be cool. You think in the next two months, all of you people could get your friends and take their phones and yeah. give us a review? That'd be so cool as a, a Christmas gift to us. Do it. Yeah, come on. Um, well, okay. I think that's everything. So time for time to be bye-bye. So like we always yes. say, <laughs> we, we love, love you. And, and may the, the fourth be with you. you. Bye-bye.